Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Sisners and welcome. That sounded so weird. Hello, Lit Sisners, <laughs> and welcome to a beautiful Friday. Um, we are currently out enjoying the beautiful sunshine before we get a massive thunderstorm. I'm pretty sure later today. So uh, thank I, goodness, thunderstorms I, the best. Well, the thing is, where we live, it gets so humid, and then you can humid. feel humid, humid, and you can like feel in the air that like. I, I explained this to my son the other day, even though he won't understand me. I said, like, you can feel it's going to rain because you can feel, like, the wetness in the air, essentially. And, like, all the humidity builds up and it's just, like, the rain. Like, it's like they decide they can't hold it anymore and they just need to get it all out. All the rain needs to come out. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially what it feels like. Not right now, but... I'm sure later today when it's about to pour and rain, mm-hmm. it it'll gets so humid. You just walk outside and you're like, it's gonna rain. Uh-huh. Like you just know. There's like you this, just grow up learning that. Yeah, there's just a feeling that there is that you have. But here's the thing. The funny know. thing is, is like even though I grew up knowing like, oh, it's super humid, it's gonna rain. Sometimes it's one of those things where it's like, I like retroactively remember it. Mm. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so humid outside. And I, like, complain about it, and then it storms, and I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why it was so humid. Now I remember that that is how, yeah, that is sure. how the weather works here. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, but, yes, we are out on a beautiful walk. Good morning. Good morning. Doing good. As you can tell, we are being greeted. Um, it's just so nice when you live in a area where people say hello like I feel like I've listened to different podcasts where people have if they're from like the big city or something like that and then they come to like a smaller town and people are like really friendly and wave at them and they're like what is happening I don't know you why are you saying hi to me Mm -hmm. and they like totally think it's weird but like we wave and say hi to people well we know we knew that person yeah but there are sometimes where we wave and say hi to people that we don't even know and we're it's just because we're friendly out here it's just part of it's part of the way exactly yeah, so now we're being friendly to all of you by making this podcast so we can talk about books yes. with you guys all. So today we're going to discuss some some trending books that are going to be kind of up and coming um, that have already been published um, and they are debut novels. Yep. So they, um, they have already come out, I think for the most part, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're kind of ones that Unless like... Unless their publishing dates have been moved, but I didn't see mm-hmm. anything about that. So these are books that are have have that are debuts obviously people have never uh written books before um and they their first published yeah their first published book before um and they are basically ones that kind of got overlooked that really shouldn't be overlooked so we could discuss a few of them first one i want to talk about is one that i insisted be included on the list because it was Reese Witherspoon's book club pick for the month of May. So maybe it wasn't overlooked very much. But other than that, I, I, I haven't heard anything about it. And so it's called The Henna Artist by Alka Joshi. Um, and it is a, and it was only chosen as a, um, as a book club for Reese Witherspoon two months after it was actually published. So it was published in March. She didn't pick it until May. 
Um, so basically, it's about um, so, uh, a girl named Lakshmi Shastri, uh, who grew up in rural India in a harsh environment, which culminated into an arranged marriage that makes her run away. Now, she flees to Jaipur, which is, if you know anything about India, that is the pink city, um, I think. Oh, man. Or maybe it's a blue city. One is the pink and one is the blue. You're getting confused. I'm getting confused. I haven't looked up India stuff in so long. Um, I think it's actually the blue city. So, and she uses her skills with henna and herbs to support herself, in part by giving henna to high caste women and selling contraceptive potions to married men. And years later, her estranged husband locates her, accompanied by a sister she didn't realize she had. Joshi's lush portrayal of post-independence India will pull you in and Lakshmi's story free from easy answers or pat solutions is masterfully told. So I am a huge fan of India, so I definitely want to read this. We're kind of just here to discuss these kind of glanced over books that people hasn't, haven't paid as much attention to and if we'd be interested in reading them or at all. So I would just because I've been to India. I don't know if I've said that before, but I've been to India and I absolutely love it there the culture there is beautiful the land is colorful and i have actually only read a handful of books that are actually based there um because i read one that kind of put me in a bad place because it was just it showed just kind of how impoverished um one of the areas was and so it was just really hard for me to pick up another book like that again however i'm really interested in getting to try out this one what do you think Haley? Oh, I definitely think it sounds really good. Um, it came out March 3rd. I don't know if you said that, of 2020. Um, so, yeah, it, you said it came out in March, but it came out March 3rd. Um, and so it's just, it sounds super duper interesting. Um, but, yeah, something that I don't even think I saw it. I've been kind of on and off with social media, so I don't even think I saw it when Reese posted it as her book club choice. Um, but it sounds definitely right up mad's alley and i am definitely intrigued about it as well um another book that i have been seeing go around is a book is a book called my dark vanessa by kate elizabeth russell um this book came out march 10th of 2020 and it is actually again all of these are debut novels it tells the story of vanessa y W-Y-E is my guess of how to pronounce that. Who had an affair with her 42-year-old English teacher, Jacob, when she was 15. Oof. Maddie's that is least favorite, favorite tropes trope. ever. She's remembered, she has remembered this experience in a largely positive light, as Jacob's attention made her feel special and connected during a lonely time. But 17 years later, another student accuses Jacob, Jacob of inappropriate behavior, and Vanessa is forced to reckon with her changing personal narrative the way... And the way in which she was manipulated. Her debut novel is a shocking and stunning portrayal of how the effects of abuse guise as love. See, I think that sounds super interesting because it's not saying, hey, this was a good thing, which is like the thing that you hate the most. Um, But it's something that's saying like, hey, she, because she was so young, didn't really understand what's actually happening, I don't think. Um, And so then when um, she realizes that this wasn't just happening to her as an adult it's like hey actually what i thought was like maybe something special and helping me cope with something going on in my life uh actually he was like just taking advantage of me and taking advantage of other people as well and hopefully it sounds like there's some like redemption and maybe this guy gets what's coming to him some justice yeah but i think that one just sounds super interesting what do you think yeah i i agree with you i i appreciate the fact that it's not here to 
like make this um this affair quote unquote into something that is encouraged or like like I don't know and like uh what's uh what's celebrated that's the word um I I don't I don't see it as much with kids that are underage that usually does in books usually does hit the mark of like this is incorrect and this is wrong and so I appreciate that aspect so I definitely think I'll give it a read just because obviously like hopefully like when the library opens up or something along those lines um because I'm poor um but I think it would just be really interesting to read it and kind of just I don't know to get into the mindset of of Vanessa because it sounds like we're gonna see a lot of her own like we might it sounds like we might even see maybe like her memories kind of shift Mm -hmm. and so I think it'd be interesting to kind of get inside her mind and and see that change yeah I think that yeah for sure it sounds super interesting Mm -hmm. so what's next on our list well, this list is actually from, I don't know if we said this earlier, but we are getting some of these um, from a uh, article on bookbub.com, B-O-O-K-B-U-B.com. And we both, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I'm pretty sure we both um, get these emails from them. I, you um, know what? I finally found a way to get the, n- the emails to stop. Oh, did you? Yes, because I got a note because they would send me like two to three emails a day. Oh, okay. And I would just be like, I don't want to get emails. From well, I think it's been super fun. I, I actually enjoy, sometimes I just delete them if I'm like, meh, I don't want to look at this. But I've seen found quite a few articles on there. Of I feel like they do a good job of introducing new books or highlighting certain things. They have certain topics. So um, this is this list is like a list of 15 debut novels that you really need to pay attention to or what did I like say? That, that you might have missed. That you might have missed, which some of them we have and some of mm-hmm. them I definitely have heard of, but that's why I want to just talk about a few of them for you guys mm-hmm. today. So the next book we're going to be talking about is called The Return by Rachel Harrison. Now, I first heard about this book on BookTube. Um, it is a thriller. Okay, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, but with um, people who talk about books, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it is a thriller, and it actually came out in March on the 24th, and it says this. Two years ago, Julie went off on a hike in Acadia National Park alone and never returned. Her friends and husband waited a year and finally held a funeral. Only her friend Elise wasn't convinced she was still alive. That she, oh, excuse me, she was convinced that she was still alive. And then one night, her husband finds her sitting on their porch with no money. Oh, no, no, no memory. Sorry. My reading skills right now are not (laughs) the best. And then one night, her husband finds her sitting on their porch with no memory of the two years she's been missing. Her friends plan a celebration at a hip New York hotel, but once the party starts, Julie begins to behave strangely and to physically fall apart. The friends are determined to find out what's happening, and the strangely deserted hotel becomes another character as Harrison takes you further and further down the rabbit hole towards an unexpected climax. I was bending over because... I was trying to read. Okay, but you're already so short. Like you, when you bent over, it moved your eyesight maybe two inches. Okay, that is unnecessary. Whatever. All right, okay. so go ahead, Matt. What? Well, what do you think about this? Well, when I was reading through this article and I stumbled upon this one, I was so intrigued at first because I'm currently reading a book that talks about people getting going missing in national parks. So that to me was already interesting. Where I'm like, and you're going to be reading a book next month about it. Which one is that, Sadie? 
watch me disappear. Oh, watch me disappear. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm so excited for July. Um, and so I was already reading a book about that. So I was immediately intrigued because I liked that concept. But when I read the whole thing about her coming back and not having any memory, I knew that I had to read it. And it just sounds so interesting. And I like literally looked at Haley at the article. I was like, oh my gosh, this one sounds so good. Because you had heard of it and I had it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just immediately intrigued. And I really, really want to read it. Yeah, I think, I definitely think so as well. I, like I said, I saw, saw it first online and um, with a booktube person that I like to follow. And it sounds really interesting. Like, I am a little bit, since I've read actually the book I told, I was telling Maddie about for her um, July read. She's doing thrillers for her month. And um, I gave her the book, Watch Me Disappear. And that is also about a girl who goes hiking at a national park and is presumed dead and goes missing. Um, But she doesn't just reappear magically and, you know, have um, this person like fending for her and whatnot. Anyway, so I think now since I've actually read another book very similar, and I know you said you're reading one right now super similar, does that like affect your desire to want to read the return or not really because you still think it sounds like its own standalone kind of idea not really just because it well what you're reading right now is like non-fiction what i'm reading right now is non-fiction so it's just like continuous stories of people that go missing um this one still sounds really interesting to me because like the title she returns Mm -hmm. it's not like oh it's just another book about someone who goes where is she (laughs) it's not a gone girl you know she like Mm -hmm. actually comes back yeah, that would be very interesting to, to experience for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the next book that maybe people passed up on this. We, I know we both know what this book is. Yes. Um, because it was a book of the month option that our friend Sarah chose. Um, but it's called Valentine by Elizabeth Wetmore. Um, and so it was a Jenna Bush Hager book club pick, which I didn't know that. Um, and Valentine tells a story that ripples and sparks with underlying anger. In 1976, Odessa, Texas, we meet Gloria Ramirez, a 14-year-old girl who is sexually assaulted by roughneck Dale Strickland. Fleeing barefoot to a nearby farmhouse, she meets Mary Rose Whitehead, who is terrified when she learns the truth. Wetmore both follows both women as they deal with the fallout of the attack. Gloria's attempts to heal and triumph, and Mary Rose's growing rage at the world around her. Ooh, that actually sounds so good. Why did I not pick it? I really wanted to pick it, but I think there was something else that month that caught my eye more. Yeah, so it came out in March 31st, and I think it was maybe like a, maybe March pick? I think it was March pick. Yeah. Because I think we read it, she read it, the started reading it the first, the time, same time we were reading Good Neighborhood. Mm. Man, apparently Good Neighborhood sounded more interesting to us than Valentine. Not this, to me. I think this description. I picked something else that month. Did you? Yeah, wait, no, I picked a good neighborhood. I think I got two books that month. I don't remember. Yeah, because it was my birthday month. Oh, yeah. What was the other one that you got? Was that Lydia Bird? Yes, or Library of Legends. I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember either. Oh, well. The months run into each other. Anyway, I think this description of Valentine I really like more than the book of the month description. Um, But I just think it sounds so interesting and the way to see that this one event, even though it only happens to one of the women, can impact both in such strange and different ways. So I honestly wasn't, I, I don't know why I wasn't interested when I was looking at it for book of the month, but now I am super interested and I really want to read it. How do you feel, Haley, as I hold out my phone like a microphone? 
I feel like it is super interesting and I want to read it. And for some reason, we have a helicopter over our heads. Uh, see, this is the thing. I feel like when we get a chance to record outside, I never know because it's so beautiful. I mean, we want to take advantage. Where we live, it's not always very nice out. So we're like, let's do it. Let's be outside. But the thing is, listeners, I don't know how much of these background noises you guys can actually hear while we're recording until post record. Is Litsis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads A Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads a lot where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And also keep enjoying Lit Sis. Yes, and share Lit Sis, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. Valentine does sound good, and now we're going to move on to the next one, which again is another one that I've read on BookTube. It's called The Big Finish by Brooke Fossey, and it comes out, or it came out April 14th. So like we said, all of these have already come out because the article says the ones that we might have missed. Um, this one sounds super duper cutesy, and I'm really excited to read you a little synopsis of it. Duffy is an 88-year-old man living at Centennial, an assisted living facility. After many years of alcoholism and regret, Duffy has finally found peace, enjoying his life at Centennial with his roommate Carl. But the new owners pounce on any infraction to kick residents out, so Duffy has vowed, vowed to be careful. The, that plan gets complicated when Carl's troubled 20-something granddaughter Josie climbs through their window and asks to stay with them. Duffy worries about getting caught but sees a f- familiar pain in Josie and finds he can't turn her out. This beautiful big hearted story is perfect for fans of a man called Ove or Uve? I think it's Ove. Ove. Ove? Because anyway. the writer is from, like, Scandinavia, I believe. Ah. Gotcha. So, yes, it's super cute. The cover is, like, these people on a motorcycle. It's, like, this girl riding a motorcycle. And then I think the old man's on the back of the motorcycle with this cane in the air. Super cute. Makes me think of something, like, um, I don't know. Essentially sounds like this old guy and this girl go on, like, a road trip. But I don't know if they actually go on a road trip, but it sounds like it. Yes, the big finish, I think, well, first when I saw it and, like, heard a little bit of the description, I thought it might be, like, Harold Fry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives me the same whimsical vibe. But Harold Fry is a little bit sadder than... We well, I mean, don't know where this is going to go. Uh, sure, like, I don't know. Duffy might share his story and who knows what that yeah. unfolds. But it looks so good. It looks pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think I need more books like Harold Fry in my life. Yeah, I think there's something so beautiful about having a book that... Um, has this lightheartedness, but also has a little bit of depth. Like yesterday, actually, Matt and I were talking about um, different like romance novels because she claims that she has not read like a romance novel for like 
years. And so I have a few that I'd like to recommend to her. But it's one of those things where it's like, they, because she thought that they were like too, too sappy. No, hold on. Let me just say, too sappy and just, there wasn't really much depth to them. And I would like to say that now, more recently, I feel like there is a good lightheartedness about the romances that have been coming out but also there's this depth to the characters and they actually you know have like real life issues that they're going through as well so it's not just like you know two people fall in love happy ending the end it's like two people who have their own separate issues meet and either hate each other at first or you know whatever or love at first sight go through some trials and they end up together and so I, I like, and I, and I appreciate that. It just, I feel like I totally, I'm like, I feel like I'm not the target art, target audience because I feel like, I think my perception is it's always just going to be kind of like a romantic comedy in a book. And like, I like romantic comedies, but when it comes to my books, I like to have them to have more depth. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe a book like this, where it's like that lightheartedness that you get from like a romantic comedy, like what you're looking for and like, oh, mm-hmm. this is so whimsical, but it's going to have a little bit more depth because there's obviously some underlying tones of like difficulty and hardship and, and also you know, sharing stories. An person, yeah, an old man. And so he's going to have a lot of good stories to share. Yeah, definitely. So I think it's a, a yes for both of us. Whether we get around to these books, who knows, but they sound good. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next book came out, I think it was May 12th, and it's called Catherine House by Elizabeth Thomas. So it hasn't been out for long. This one's actually getting a lot of attention, which is why I just wanted to bring it up. So Ines staggered out of high school in a haze of trauma, parties, and drugs. Desperate to escape her life and start over, she applies for a spot in Catherine House, an exclusive university that has produced a parade of powerful, wealthy graduates. Tuition is free in terms of money, but requires that Ines leaves everything behind, friends and family. But Ines and her new roommate baby discover Catherine House is hiding many secrets and is a place that welcomes the vulnerable and fragile for a reason. As those secrets are revealed, Thomas webs a story that is that that's a meditation on the value of security, the need for independence, and the price of both. So like when I read the title at first I was like ninth house. I know that's what you originally think of, right? Mm-hmm. However, uh, it, it just sounds so much more, it just sounds so interesting. Yeah. Like the idea of a place that kind of feeds on your vulnerability in order to sustain itself like how does it do how does it do that what does she do there what what happens is it sounds like a mix of like mystery plus thriller plus i don't know like deep deep fiction kind of reminds me of um an anonymous girl but you've not read that yet yeah i have not read that yet next month so i so i think i sent this book to you initially I think I sent this book to you initially because I thought it sounded really good and it reminded me, obviously, by the title of Catherine House. I mean, of Ninth House, but it's a little bit more different than that. Did you? I'm pretty sure I did. So I know I want to read it. Yeah, I definitely think it sounds interesting. I think I might want to... I mean, I try not to look at too many reviews of books, honestly, but I, I love getting a good overall Goodreads feel of like what the overall star rating is because... It just kind of helps me figure out if I feel like it's worth my time or not, whether I think it sounds good or not. Um, So, yeah, I think if you read it and you like it, this is what I told her about another book she's going to be reading like pretty soon. Like, if you read it and you like it, I'll take your word for it and I will give it a chance. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think I'm going to read it. 
I think I probably would read it, but it's not like on the top of my list right now. That's interesting. I'm really surprised. I thought that would be higher on your list. Oh, well. So the next book is The Jane Jane Austen Austen Society. Society by Natalie Jenner. So this sounds super cute, and let me just give you a little synopsis for it. Jane Austen's incredible writing remains a literary gift that keeps on giving. Jenner's historical fiction debut is set during World War II in the small English town of Chawton, which I feel like we can just end it there. World War II. Here we go. Perfect. If the name sounds familiar to Jane Knight, it's because Austen briefly called it a small cottage in Chawton home. In this novel, the bitter dying James Knight owns this very cottage as well as a more sizable estate, but he changes his will to disinherit his daughter, Frances, setting the scene for a story that reads like a darker version of an Austen novel. All the more moral complexity in... What is this word? Acerbic? Acerbic? Oh, who knows? Is that what it is? Yeah. Acerbic social commentaries are intact as a cast of local locals perform a complex dance of love social position and gossip that would make jane proud this book came or is coming out or no it did come out good lord may 26 exactly a month ago no yeah a little over june just like june doesn't exist i don't think june exists remember at the end of may where i was like man may feels like june like we still have to go through all of june and And now we're gone most of june june is gone june this is insane it disappeared i don't know what happened to it anyway i think this book sounds interesting but i kind of would feel like a fraud if i read this because i haven't read any jane austen which jane Jane austen was on my dang list for the month of june but again this month has flown by i definitely am not gonna be able to pump out a jane austen in like two days so not happening i don't think so Anyway, it's definitely a Jane Austen's on my list for next month. Um, but I, I think this sounds super interesting. I think probably people who have read a lot of Jane Austen would appreciate this more than us of like the maybe nuances and the underlying like 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 the Cersei-ness like of it. Mm-hmm. The Cersei-ness of it, you know, um, they would appreciate and we would kind of be like, oh, that's a cute story. But I bet if we actually like had read the Jane Austen's, we would fangirl like crazy. But mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it sounds super cute and interesting, um, but maybe we have to get a few Jane Austens under our belt first. I'm guessing that's probably going to be the answer. All right, so the last book that we're here to talk about is pretty ironic, considering it's called Something to Talk About by Meryl Wilsner, and it also came out a month ago on May 26th. So Wilsner offers a look at modern romance that's equal parts fizzy fun and serious business. She effortlessly deals with questions of age gaps, power imbalances, and representation as she tells the story of a successful Hollywood woman, Jo Jones, who finds herself dealing with rumors that she's dating her much younger assistant, Emma. As the celebrity gossip mill grinds on, Jo and Emma have to re-examine both their personal and professional relationship in a story that takes the time to make its characters feel like real people. I love that end of the sentence, that it's literally like, we want these characters to feel like real people. (laughs) I dig books like that. Like, I really love... I, I, ever since you mentioned the thing about how it's hard for you to read a book if you don't connect with the characters mm-hmm. and they don't feel real to you, I have been paying so much more attention to that and have realized so many books I've read recently, the characters just kind of fall flat. They don't feel like genuine characters. Don't, don't feel like genuine people. And obviously, we know they're literary. But to make success in the literature world, you got to make your characters... They have to be relatable. they got to be relatable. And so... Honestly, it really does sound like this could be quite a relatable book because it hits on so many different things like 
rumor mills and, and gossip and like what that does to us and relationships and all that kind of stuff. And so what, what that does to people's personal lives too. Mm-hmm. And kind of how, and also kind of how it messes with your head. And so I think that it would be just a really good, it feels like a very kind of, I don't want to say lighthearted novel, but it kind of feels just kind of like a, it would be kind of an easy read. Yeah, it does for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely want to read this book. It's been getting a lot of attention um, in the literary world. It just came out a month ago, so it's still pretty fresh. Um, but I definitely think it sounds interesting. Uh, as we walk by our library, I am sad that I cannot just go in and put a request for this book in, um, which we talked about this yesterday too, where we could put holds on books online, but, um, we don't know how to do that. Well, we've tried and we have to have like a special code or something and we just, it's a struggle, let's just say. So if there are any librarians or library workers out there that uh, live in our area who could help us, yeah, help us. You have to like have a code or a pin to like put stuff on hold. And people are like, oh, it's so easy. You just have to call in all this stuff. Well, you know, it's I've tried, okay? So it's easier for me to just go in and get the book myself. And sometimes even when you put books on hold, you don't always get them right away. It's just, ugh, it's just sometimes frustrating. But anyway, whenever I'm able to get my hands on this book, I would love to read it. So that is, uh, and the cover kind of looks like, um, at first I thought it was like a part of the American Royals uh, trilogy or like kind of the same vibe, but I don't think it is. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't the yeah, cover yeah. kind of look like it? Yeah, it's you know it's a it's a cover. It's pop, pop possibly, <laughs> possibly a romantic novel with cartoon characters on the. That cover. is something Maddie said. Okay, oh. so in reference to that romance conversation we had, she said that she is not the target audience for book covers with cartoon characters on the cover. I, I specifically say that I'm not the target audience, not because I because I I want to say I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> that looks. It turns me off immediately to the book. However, I know that that's not true for everybody, so I decide that I'm just not the target audience because it just doesn't intrigue me. But you've read... But I feel like when I see that, I feel like I just have this preconceived notion of what the book will feel like. Ah, I see. The cover gives you a vibe. It does. Covers give you vibes. It's going to be like this lighthearted, cheesy little... Yeah, but don't don't judge a book by its cover. I know I don't judge a book by its cover. But the funny thing is, I've said that to you recently, and then I saw like a meme or something like that, and it was like, um, yeah, don't judge a book by its cover, but something of like poor graphic designer who spent like twenty hours designing this cover. Oh my like, gosh! Yes. Like, oh gosh, poor person. Poor person. But I, I like, like, I, it's just, it's just me. And and so even though it has the cartoon has people, are you gonna read it? Yes, because in this is way more specific. It is the faces and not a whole body. Okay, so what about that American Royals book? Because I really want to read that. And one of our friends just finished reading it and is she it really faces? liked it too. Yeah, it's just, it looks almost like, it looks almost exactly the then same I'm cover. I'm fine with that. It's kind of like a Crazy Rich Asians cover look. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's literally like, I could name to you the books that I'm thinking of that utilize this cartoon cover. Maybe we shouldn't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'll name them to you, Haley, separately. But it's just like this very, very specific. It's like, it's like how I feel about not reading books with fairy spelled F-A-E. Like I just have these like little things like in my belly that just say, no, no, (laughs) 
<laughs> do not engage. Oh my word. And for those of you who have written books with cartoon characters on the cover, I ask you, where is this one graphic designer that's doing all of this? Because <laughs> And which publishing house did you use? Because yeah. I need him for my book. <laughs> no, because no, I need to avoid it all costs. Um, that's just my very specific niche thing. Niche or niche? It's both. I know, I but which one before. do you like? I like niche. Oh, I like niche. Okay, well, whatever. Two each their own. Well. Well, that was our list, everybody. Hopefully, some of those sound interesting to you. If not, I'm sorry. I hope this wasn't a wasted episode. Um, there are other books on that BookBub article. So if you type in B-O-O-K-B-U-B.com, and then it's 15... debut books you might have missed. Exactly. Um, so if you want, you can check that out. There's quite a few other ones on there and some really good articles. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, there was a few that we were, by the way, no, um, there are a few that we were debating on talking about today. Uh, and they just, they're doing such a good job of highlighting different things going on in, um, the literary world, but also like in society and encouraging, um, just people to branch out and read some things that maybe they might not have read before, hence even this article. So, Yeah, in which I, I gotta say, despite the fact that I have poo-pooed on cartoon character covers, I am going to read Beach Read at some point, which has yes. cartoon character covers. However, it's not their full bodies. It's like this... Like, it is like their full bodies, yeah, but, but it's, it's like, like a... Front view. It's like a... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, Aerial very view. Specific, very specific things yeah. that bug me. Well, hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to come to us in a few weeks and say, I read a book with the cartoon on the cover and I actually liked it. I liked it. We'll see. Well, speaking of you reading, what are you reading right now? Well, what are you reading right now? I asked you first. (laughs) You can answer my question with your answer because we're reading the same book. Man, don't we do this a lot? (laughs) We have recently because... You're getting tired of it. No, I'm not getting tired of it. I think Mad just has, you know, her months that she's been choosing to read certain things. And she just kind of wraps me into them somehow. copies of it. I own copies of some of the books you're wanting to include, yes. It happened. What happened was we both had Renegades. I was doing a series month in May. Hey, okay. Haley, this I, is a perfect time for you to whip out your your Renegades book and let's read together. Yeah, I thought, we've sure. Been putting it off for so long. We both fell in love with the book, wanted to read more. We both secretly purchased the second and third books so that we could read them together. And it just so happened to be that we got into the fact that it was the end of the month so we were pushing ourselves to read it and then i put together like 12 books to read this month of 12 only three wait four you also had to read but one of those was our book club books and it's just because you also had copies and so i said hey Haley, i'm gonna read these books this month you can read them with me if you want because you own copies. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, I'm just going to read them. Mm-hmm. So don't put this pressure on me to say that I did all of this to you. Because I even said, you can just, you can just not read them. I literally said that. I know. So anyway, we are reading the same book right now. It is this, not the, is it? It is, it? The, it is the. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Isn't it? Yes. Okay. The yes or no the 
Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern. And this is the author who wrote Night Circus, which Maddie always raves about. It's like one of her favorite books ever. Um, And so this book is really hard to explain. Um, It's one of those things where it is very, very creative and descriptive and a world like a a world within a world if you want to say it's like our own society and our own normal life you know 2020 but no coronavirus and um but then there's like this magical literary like underworld so to speak where um you can get to this like magic library by going through these doors and it's all like underground but it's all like real and it's like mystical i don't know it's not even just about a library it's about like these stories essentially and how they all kind of weave together at least we think yeah we don't know we're not we're like eh, almost we're we're over halfway through halfway through so i think it's just going to be easier to summarize and some of the, the well, actual plot once we've read it not that we give anything away yeah i, was like, I don't want to like give like, anything away i think it's just like we knew what the plot was going into it and then we've gotten so sucked into the book that we're like what was this even supposed well it's to be like about? well it's like i've also heard that you know i actually heard a um interview that the author gave and people were like yeah it's kind of like about this like underground library and she was like well not really and so she even is kind of like iffy on what the like what she would actually say in like one sentence what this book is actually about like there's so much that you know there's so much that's happening and so many nuanced things as well where I am really excited to see how it's all going to unfold and I really hope that it's something that we feel good about in the end and not like oh that was meh but we'll see we'll see how it goes honestly but the descriptions are so beautiful and the tiny little stories that are like pieced throughout I'm really enjoying so far so if, but it feels like so far it just kind of feels like we're still like I literally said oh I like it so far we're halfway through so like we're not getting a well I think why we're saying anymore. why I think what we're saying we like it so far is because we like what we've read and things are slowly starting to unfold and so it's like we'll like it up until we'll see when everything unfolds if we still like it yeah that's fair it just it feels like at this point I should know whether or not I'll be satisfied with it, but this is one of those books where it's like, I feel like I have to fully finish it Mm -hmm. to know what I'm going to rate it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So we will be talking about if we liked it or not next week, because it will be the first Friday of a new month next week. And usually we do, if you guys haven't heard, we do our love likes and dislikes at the start of each new month of the month previously. So we'll be talking about um, three books that we loved liked and disliked and um we'll see if this is one of those and hopefully not the dislike but yeah i really hope not i'm trying to think what my dislike would be for this month so far i don't know if i disliked many books i've had a few threes yeah you have but you know i've had a few good solids too so Mm -hmm. we'll see and hopefully you guys will will uh, be around for next week to check it out and um hear what we have to say on the matter Mm mm-hmm Well, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. And enjoy the sunshine. You're probably going to be able to hear this because it's a lawnmower guy. But I mean, that is what you get when you are outside.
He's literally right next to me. I was thinking maybe we should go the other way, but then he ended up following us this way, so oh well. Anyway. Yeah.